Okay, Asha, you can turn your volume back on. <laughs> exactly. Um, I hate I hate to say it, but I just appreciate these people destroying guitars. It's just amazing that you can make a guitar not sound like a guitar. It's just amazing. So, um, welcome, welcome, everyone. Project Review with Q. How do you do to you, to me? No, this is not Abdul. This is Q. <laughs> Um, Asha, you still there? I'm here, loud and clear. Oh, thank, thank goodness. There's somebody left here. Um, how many, how many humans do you think there are on the planet? I was going to ask you. Obviously, not eight billion. Yeah, it's you know. I was asked the other day. Um, hey, my dad called me. Was that AI? <laughs> and uh and i and i and then of course i can read into the person's uh read into the past of the event and i go in there and it's a feathering so it, it is a good question and uh maybe we'll talk about that later in in today's show of prq it's, it's important as we develop our projects for humanity and that we don't get distracted and and regardless of your project, and I think it's really important that we have a lot of a lot of ancillary uh, distractions if we allow it. But um, I wanted to lean on you a little bit. You um, you had a couple line items that I was unaware of. You said Kristen had an update for you. Yes. For us, excuse me. Yes, she does. She has an update for everybody. She says, we will not be sending or receiving electronic messages for at least a week because they've just sent out a massive volume of invitations Mm -hmm. in the past 10 days. And so they Mm -hmm. expect to be flooded. So please be patient and know we will still be driving the ball, as she says, on multiple fronts. And she says, thank you for understanding. It is. um, I couldn't have asked for more. Um, just an absolute ass kicker. Um, one day everyone's going to learn her role here. Um, it's, it's quite astonishing to see the, the volunteer to volunteer at the level of, of Kristen and Christopher and yourself is, uh, and others is astonishing. And, and they don't want any claims. They don't want any t-shirts. It's, it's brilliant. Um, it is sometimes I want to explain to folks that communicating with you on these devices isn't as cut and dry as you might expect. So there's people I put calls into, they don't get sent to, um, I can't get a phone to work sometimes even. So a lot of times I have to use uh, commands to make a phone call go through. So it's not Debbie Downerville on that front, but there's just a lot of attention on us. That's great encouragement. Keep it up, everyone. We're getting it done. So the more you pull us, the more powerful we're going to be in this these new realities. And so that's my great encouragement. And thank you. Thank you so much, Kristen, for your hard work. And uh, um, Christopher on the fence, but whatever. He's a great, 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 uh, great defender. Of truth, that was a joke. Can't do, can't do much of that, Christopher. He's just guarded everything I've ever had, so I, I love that. Um, but yeah, so the other item we talked about on the break there is 
You said you had a, a couple updates on for the spirit.space or for the people.space? For the spirit.space, there's a, okay. a video people may have seen, and it's about social conformity because, as you know, PRQ is all about your individual spirit, your excitement, what's individual to you or, or unique to you is really what we're encouraging in people. So this is a video, and it's a, a girl that goes into, it looks like a, a doctor's office, like an eye specialist, and there's a bunch of people there. She sits down, and then a bell goes off, and every time a bell goes off, everyone stands, and she watches them stand for three sets of those bells, and then she started to stand. And one by one, all those people were taken into the office and she was left alone in there and they played the bell and she stood. And then someone else came in that wasn't aware of this and the bell went off and she stood and they watched her for a couple of times and then they started standing. And this person asked her, why are you standing? She said, I don't know. Everyone else was. That's what she said. So uh, the social conformity, how easy it is to, through, let's say, peer pressure or peer similarity when everyone's doing one thing uh, we tend to just instinctively want to be connected with everyone so it's not really a bad thing but it's something to be aware of so that we don't start doing things that aren't really true to our our heart so thank you for listening what would you like to share about that yeah um so i got into some pretty rich conversations um yesterday for a few hours regarding um, uh, Stanford Research Institute, Google, um, Yahoo's in there, uh, Apple, obviously, my favorite, uh, demonic empire. <clears throat> what, um, what, what, when you look at the underground um, cities in that greater Bay Area, massive labyrinth of individuals underground, massive. And they used to have the ability to go across the country underground and Prudhoe Bay and back and forth. They could do all sorts of things because of the tunnel systems, <clears throat> most of which have been compartmentalized and isolated now. And the, the vast amounts of booby traps, the mass, just massive amount of individuals that work underground, hundreds and hundreds of floors would maybe be a beginning measurement. It's like a honeycomb. And it's very difficult, as I mentioned to these individuals uh, last few days, very difficult to fight these wars that are underground when they're in a honeycomb system. Hard to believe. This is why they're so good at this game at controlling um, our, our, our awareness is you don't see how big a city they created underground. So when you look at, when you look at Mark Skidmore's work or Catherine Austin's Fitz works, when you, when there, you have that much visibility to all that missing money, you realize that there's a whole nether world inside your world. And that's what the war has been about for, for most of uh, the last 75 years is how do you, how do you fight someone you can't even get at and you, you can't find them. And every time you go after them, they can see you and the technology they have to defend themselves is so massive. I'm sorry to get a little dark here. Uh, but <clears throat> the beauty of it is, is they only have one weapon. And that is, uh, as we talked about in the previous show, is, is a belief system that's delivered to you day in and day out on screens. <clears throat> so uh, knowing 
how supple we are to be controlled, well, they're obviously losing. They, they don't have that ability anymore because, you know, it, it's a one-trick pony. Still, still tricky to deal with them because they, you know, they they can create a lot of make-believe stories that you're going to buy into, like uh, Don Trump is wants you to get shot up with with poison, and we told you so. And here we have a new guy we want to put in front of you. And his name is Jesus Christ, and he's got all the answers. <clears throat> um, I'm thrilled to to hear you say this story and how and have you published it because. It, it is, it is um, our our solution of of not following the leader on on a lot of the self judgment and self imposed judgment. So I'm I'm thrilled, and even that's a project in itself. Is we have an opportunity to really take back our education system. <clears throat> we don't have to do the ABCs in schools anymore. We don't have to pledge the allegiance. It's a nice idea, but. We, we really get we, we really have an opportunity to just take back our education system so it's it's more nimble and or more um, what we prefer. Uh, I I love kids getting together with kids. I think it's uh, exceptionally healthy that children get to grow together, but they should be deciding how they want to grow. And that's why I'm I'm really thrilled when you talk about these things, even though as they come across dark on the surface, they're really great opportunities for our educators to find uh, curriculums that complement this opportunity, wouldn't you say? Yes. In fact, we just received a curriculum from someone who has a brilliant, brilliant ideas with the children. So they're coming in. Can you, can you explain? Oh, it was uh, sent to you also. Uh, It's uh, really allowing the children to ask for what they want to learn and really focusing in very slowly, allowing them to dive into what they're interested in, in every area, whether it's the water and the ocean or the animals in the ocean, or, you know, it's very well done, very, mm-hmm. very well presented. I always wondered when is the, the age we should start asking our children. So we'll assume that, if if we have a four year old, they haven't been to school yet. Many people probably put them in preschool or something, arguably because they have to go to work. <laughs> but certainly, if we are giving our kids to our 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 parents and or their grandkids, when do we start asking them? Do you feel they could give us a starting point for what they want to learn? What age do you think that should be? should it be? Ten years old? Should it be four years old? Where do you? Th- well, I, I started examining, you know, many kids I've been around. I, I'm not sure I have the straight answer because everyone's environment is so much different when they grow up around the world. And then you look at the kids who have never been to school, and I can't, I can't actually argue that they're any worse off than anybody else. What would you say? Thank you for that question. You know, there were some Indian tribes uh, I'm sure you're aware of, and they never let go of the baby. So the baby was always with the mother suckling or just sleeping or just smiling. And when the baby started to adventure to look outside, then whatever the child was interested in, they were, they were given the ability to go play with that and absorb that and learn about that until they were interested in something else. 
So it seems organic. You know, if, if you were a tiny baby, wouldn't you want to have full range of what you were interested in exploring that? That's right. So that's why I want to be raised by elephants. Right. Either that or monkey or monkeys. I'm not sure which, but I think the monkeys, the elephants and the dolphins probably have the, the best schools is when you watch, there, there's nothing more contagious than watching a baby elephant bounce around aimlessly in between the legs of mommy and daddy and et cetera. And it is an absolute nuisance, just spastic nuisance. Baby elephants are. And, and, and so curious, they're just like, so maybe, maybe we get our kids, animals, dogs, cats, who knows what, and maybe they just grow up, you know, naked with animals until they grow fur. I don't know. It's an idea. It's an idea. You know, could happen, could happen, could happen. The most natural way, of course, is the way it was intended. Yeah. Um, Well, the kid I'm around a lot, that is what he does. And it's disturbing. It's, it's quite disturbing because he's just too smart. And, and this kid I'm around, he, he just goes, why are you doing that? You know, and it's like something like fixing a television. It's like, what do you need that thing or something? You know, it's like, anyway, <clears throat> I don't have a television, everybody. I'm just making a joke. Um, the, uh, the uh, opportunity there is just endless, isn't it? And so I, I do, uh, I'll, I, I do my best to bring this topic up every PRQ is it, any and all. I, I do remember that I, I can't wait to get caught up on my ocean track uh, suggestions and ideas here as, as we come into a little bit of a break, but um, <clears throat> those curriculums, please keep uh, them coming because they're going to be yours. Uh, remember, so with Ocean Trek, we're just going to be service prof- providers for a facility. Uh, we understand you don't know how to manage or, or might not yet learn how to manage, you know, 120 foot ship. We're going to make it real easy. We just want you to use it in a beautiful, beautiful bay somewhere in British Columbia, Hawaii, or otherwise Hawaii is an uh, incredible place that nobody gets to explore. We've got to make it accessible to everybody, especially kids and family. So the curriculums, anytime you can bring a curriculum forward, it's not wasted, even though we're a little, at least, uh, uh, we may appear to be lethargic. We've got a lot of folks to, to call into, and, and I especially work hard at that. Uh, not to cover my ass at all. It's just so thrilling to me to have you stimulate me when you give me more of your ideas. And we, we shall never stop. We shall never stop coming up with more ideas, more submittals, uh, to populate everyone else's ideas as well. There's something that stood out to me this this last week that I I want to make um, my my Australian um, comrades peers about. Um, there's many countries um, that I want to be made aware of if it can happen. Uh, there's there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about this this next uh, cause of action and opportunities. Um, the goal uh, for many of the agendas on this planet that are not what we prefer, 
was to focus on countries that are naive and don't have very big populations and are very big geographically. The two that should be very obvious to you by now is Canada and Australia. So comically, why does uh, Australia from Canada today, I think there's better people suited, even though I've spent plenty of time over there understanding it up there. The, uh, the country of Australia was engineered not to have any people on it. It's humongous geography. It's bigger than what you're told, too. And it's full of water. There's a river every few miles, and they're all told they don't have any water. They have the most advanced toilets in the world because they're trying to conserve water. It rains every day in Australia, all over the place. And they're convinced that they cannot use wells because it's deemed as soft water hard water, dirty water. So no one in Australia, believe it or not, has wells because they, they're they under this, uh, this guise that they have to have processed water from municipalities. Okay, so that's obviously an opportunity for my dear Australians to create a project and awareness uh, regarding water should come from your planet. Artesian wells are the natural way for a mammalin to process water. So they've sold the bill of goods in Australia that you need to collect rainwater. Okay, the reason this is not preferred, not to say you can't do it and have good energetic water, but in most cases, the water does not get a chance to realign, recalibrate, reconfigure with the surface of where it originates and or where it spent its time. So it's not calibrated yet. And so that's how devious these people are at controlling the water supply in Australia, other places in the world as well. Uh, This is a positive thing, so forgive me for getting a little long-winded here. Wells should be free to dig. Uh, In places on this planet, you have to get a permit to dig a well. Please explain that one to me. Very, very passionate about that because I've always had well water, and I noticed that it... uh, exaggerates anyone who drank from artesian wells that's a well that is water that's positively displaced that's coming to the surface will enhance and increase the enlightening process so when we put mechanical systems on water that delineates its uh, alignment with your planet so um, if we could start bottling water or distributing water that was not mechanically protruded and or um, pumped into uh, containers, that water would be far more uh, healing energetically, physically, than water that was pumped mechanically and so forth and so forth. And obviously the chemicals that you're aware of already. Uh, the reason I'm making, um, making light of this, we hope, is recently you made me aware, Asha, of some individuals who are promoting that if your children in Australia, and I, uh, I want to, uh, I, I want to qualify this. This is a potential uh, statement that is not holistic for the country, but is gaining ground. You have showed me 
that there is a great agenda that every child in Australia will need to be inoculated by May of 2024 or they'll be taken away from your their parents. Do you feel that's a true statement? It's a threat. More propaganda. It's a threat. It's propaganda, right? Okay. Now, <clears throat> the reason I'm bringing this up is I, we've got some really heavy hitters in Australia that have legal backgrounds. And the reason this is important to me is you're starting to see uh, for a project is our legislation system is, is breaking down and uh, it's, it's designed hierarchy. And so we can get ahead of this real quick. If we like these services, if we like the, if we really like these systems, let's use them, but we will, we'll decide how we want to administrate them is where I want to go with this. This goes for all of North America. This goes for Canada. This goes for Australia. We have people in place that have aligned with our natural rights. So in America, every sheriff, every single sheriff in every single county has sworn oath to the United States Constitution in order to get that job. And sometimes they need to be reminded of that. So my question for Australia who is that? Who is it that speaks for the people? And let's let's go ahead and have a, have a sit down here and uh, not have people come to our door and say, I said it so because I said it so. These are not laws, regs, and rules um, that we voted on. Being told what we're going to do has got to end, is, is my suggestion. So anyway, this is my great encouragement and suggestion. If we can get our Australian folks to come up with some suggestions, how we might do that and create a project around that. I feel I'm ready to hand that off to, to a few folks in Australia of how we get more administrative say of our systems and be able to have more participation without reacting to it and being more proactive. And, and that goes for the whole world in that regards. Um, so, so anyway, the good news is somebody's trying to take some Looks like we still have a little bit of an en enemy left, huh, Asha? A little bit. So we're not quite over. It's not quite over yet, is it? We're getting lulled back to sleep, though, sometimes. Would that be a fair statement? It's a fair statement. And also, of course, a lot of this is hidden, so no one even knows it's happening. So thank yeah. you for bringing it to the surface. <clears throat> yeah. And so the other item I wanted to bring up, in um, Australia, the webpage called for the people dot space is rarely able to get queried if you don't have a legacy link to it. Now figure that one out. I thought Australia was free. I, you know, I tested it for over a year, many, many others. Your, your internet service is lying to you in Canada and Australia and others. It's, it's, channeling the direction in which you query. It's all going to go away. Don't, don't worry about that with quantifiable computing, conscious computing. But for now, I just want you to be aware of it. It's very difficult to query. So if you're an American in Australia, you can't query the same way and vice versa. So if you look up, you know, uh, uh, just simple queries 
uh, are all now being manipulated by the same people we talked about that are underground in uh, Silicon Valley. So I hope that's an encouragement. Sorry, it's a little little, little uh, gray there, but we have a lot of opportunities. What else do you want to chat about today? Thank you for bringing that up. And if anyone is wanting to go to For the People, dot space or for the spirit dot dot space they can go to the bbs radio show under project review with q and both of the legacy links are there so you can get right right to those sites and also i just wanted to mention that if you're in north america there is a website called findaspring.org and they've got all the natural springs all over north america where you can just go to one of these places in the wilderness and with a bottle, a glass bottle, and fill it up with spring water, fantastic spring water all over North America for free. Yeah, I remember I remember um, the day that Olympia, Washington, Washington State, that is, they have a, um, an artesian well right in the middle of town, and they closed it off because all the homeless were drinking the water there. And they would have the irony. Yeah, the irony of it is is obvious, right? So, yeah. they're, but they're getting too enlightened. Exactly, they're going to get off yeah. the street and become productive. And happy. yeah, most people. Yeah, most people don't realize that uh, the Olympia Brewery, Olympia Beer, you can actually find a reference to it in the Clint Eastwood movie. <clears throat> Any which way but lose. Right turn, Clyde. Anyway. Uh, it's a location joke. Sorry, everyone. Location joke. He had an orangutan as his best friend. Okay. It's a silly movie. Not quite like Dirty Harry. Anyway, um, Olympia Brewery was on the Deschutes River. And the German individual who um, start, co started up the Olympia Brewery, he only started that brewery, co started the brewery, because it's the cleanest, most vitalistic water in the world that he could find at that time <clears throat> that water came directly off the glacial till of what is called mount rainier and that brewery those buildings are still there and not many people know that the reason that brewery got shut down is because of politics and you know, the heavy politics of the capital of washington state are, are very dynamic very interesting that you would have uh, Bill Gates and the gang living in Washington state and, and controlling the governorship and many of the laws there. But the only reason that brewery got shut down is because it was said that it was in impacting the flow of that river and an environmental impact to the river. So they got put out of business. In reality, that's one of the few brewers who brew in a way in which the water uh, there's lots of breweries that still can do it, but that was a legacy brewery who bottled water, put it in a bottle, positively displaced from the pressure and differential pressure of that river so that the water's energetics would not be removed when they went through the brewing process. It's a very interesting process when you start um, taking into perspective that uh, water Water can retain its its molecular its energetic molecularity if it keeps flowing and the mechanical systems um, enhance it. 
in a way in which it retains its integrity. So it's an interesting fact. So um, not out of not out of um, any propaganda here, but if we could find a brewer that still does that, I'm all ears. <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. So how would you deal with that without interacting with the dark? Is it just starting a new one and going through the motions of that all again? Yeah. You know, Christopher's going to, I'm going to put that one on him next to his spiritual karaoke classes and um, <laughs> 24 hour spiritual fitness. Um, uh, 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 I can't even finish it. It's just too funny. Christopher, I got to get him on the, the air, but uh, yeah. So, my suggestion is a lot, you know, I noticed ginger beers and quinoa um, uh, brewing is starting. I, I've always said that uh, spices are going to be the new big thing here on earth. You're going to start using spices again, like you used to. Number one, if you were going to make an investment in the world, I'd start growing cinnamon, allspice, et cetera, et cetera. That is going to be the most prolific things uh, that's going to enhance uh, longevity here. It's a preservative, natural preservative and enhancer of our natural water. And then um, when you look at brewing uh, and and bottling and packaging uh, liquids, it is going to be positively displaced pressurized systems that get chance to align to their natural flow. So if we can, if we can start looking at um, the way we ferment is going to be the second item that's going to change everyone's life, especially the people in Northern hemispheres and what we believe is Northern hemispheres. We're going to get back to, um, distillation, correct distillation, and we're going to get back to correct fermentation. And uh, as we started these shows, Dr. Neil proved it, that not only when you use spices to preserve things, they're far more energetically nutritious for us. So your all of our body's nutrition is starting to change based on um, uh, energetics. It's very important we start learning that. And, and, and test, play with your water. You can water charge any, even poor water, you can water charge. You can take the worst water in the store and, and water charge it and get it to come around. But, but um, if you put water through a, a vortice, a vortex pipe, whatever, and, or wine and so forth, you'll see it tastes completely different, has completely different energy. And so that statement that we used to be able to turn water into wine is actually backwards. You can turn wine into nutrition uh, as water again because you remove all the sulfites and otherwise if you did uh, make wine that way. <clears throat> but yeah, I think it's just a matter of re-educating ourselves and I, and I feel we're well on our way, wouldn't you say? Brilliant information. Thank you so much. And just a note on fermenting. A lot of people use vinegar to do that, correct? Yeah. Um, there is a lot of ways to ferment without salt and vinegar. Very interesting, isn't it? It might be good to find those ways because the vinegar companies have just changed, many of them, 
from 5%, which was what made it very nutritive to a 4%. So it ruins the, the food. Just something to know if you're going to be doing fermentation. Yeah, I have a recipe, but I'm keeping it secret. So no one will have it. <laughs> you're going to share it. I know it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bogus. It's We're going to get back to this stuff. Just simple spices will get, a, get us a better fermentation process. Um, I do know... A couple. If you do look up one group, they won't give out the recipe, but you can figure it out if you played with it. Go look up the recipes at a company. This is not the only one in the in the world, but uh, there is a, 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 a food processor that's done it the right way for me. Um, could probably share a little more information, but they're called Oli Kraut. O l y k r a u t. If you look at the recipes on there. There's no salt and there's no vinegar, and it's it's a drier it's a drier process. I'll give it that, but it's bulletproof. It's guaranteed to work. And to re- what I mean by that, to to retain the nutrition, well, that model is what's going to be uh, carried forward with our fruits and and vegetables of all kinds and fermentation. And and that's just a great way to get out of the supermarkets and. You know, it's it is living experience. You know, when you grow a row of carrots and cabbage, it, it grows so fast you can't keep up with it. We don't eat that much anymore, or at least we don't eat this. We don't eat. We don't standardize our diets like we used to, and so we have to just get smarter at putting up our food. And it's really fun to do once you get good at it. Um. um I never thought I liked beets, but once you put them upright, um, the nutrition value they give you is just shocking. And the way you can cleanse and purify yourself when maybe you're out and about in, in the industrial world it is magnificent, magnificent. And forgive me for being a preacher again. How, how am I doing this uh, throat lozenger? <laughs> and you're doing great. Thank you for all the wonderful information. <clears throat> and I had a question. Why did they bring frankincense and myrrh to Jesus? Wow, that is a really heavy question. So, first of all, who could presume to know that answer? What, what, how do you, why do you feel I would know that answer? <laughs> okay, never mind. I don't want to answer. We've, we've, we've embellished me way too much that I feel comfortable with. Um, <clears throat> It's the most valuable. It, it was your money then. It was your commodity. It was your true resource. It was preservation of your message in that case. It had, it had symbolism. It had usefulness. It was to sustain life longer. Why were the mummies preserved with the same, same preservatives? Why were they preserved that way? So they would live forever. Right. So you don't need a healing bed, folks. Just get some get some spices rolling. Why do you think grama masala is still such a staple in many of these? And arguably, grama masala is not complete um, way to do physical preservation of your body, but it's certainly uh, massively beneficial to many components of your body. And anyway, you got it right, and you tricked me, didn't you? <laughs> Thank you for your answer. I love your answer. And those spices to buy a really high quality frankincense 
today is over $100. So that's another really fun project for people to start making their own oils because it is a challenge to find really good food and really good oils and really good spices these days. And uh, we'll be, we're moving toward where we can all feel what's quality and what's not. So it'll be worth your while. Yeah. If you go through these high-end spice stores, you can just, whichever one's the most expensive is most likely the most beneficial to you. So I try and buy some really nice jasmine. You ever seen that, what that goes for? Uh, Is it more expensive than? frankincense it's right in there it's it's way up there and and, but by the way try and source it so uh it's what you know what surprises me is that refining process isn't that you know drying spices isn't that tricky you know i i do all my herb drying and um it takes a little space but i i i feel that the the natural herbal remedy books that I feel we need to reintroduce the the Native American ones are probably the legacy uh, tribal books around herbal medicine really need to be our staple again. Uh, certainly in in the Middle East they still live that way. Um, what? Why do you suppose we have been taken away? So I don't understand why we don't standardize a production facility in North America for these statements or are we distributing them off of North America? And what is the answer? Yeah, it's, it's controlled. You know, we're really good at making Marlboro lights though. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. So anyway, my my goal uh, in these statements would be to get some projects going around spices, and uh, I am always uh, a huge fan of getting algae farms uh, as a standard for us. We we we, we have a nice bandwidth of uh, temperature uh, organic temperature control. If we take the middle of California and go straight across the country south, I feel we could get an algae farm every major town in North America uh, because it's at least three quarters of the seasons. And what that's going to do is going to give us a bio, uh, it's going to give us feedstock and uh, nutrition for humans too. So along, why couldn't we just have our municipalities, instead of making parks and recreation, make us farms? Um, that we paid for and grow spices and algae. So that's uh, a component of a project that I suggest we get involved in as of course, of course we started the show with is why don't we get a little more involved in our local governments, utilize our taxation system. I'm not a huge fan of tax if, if we don't have control of it, but why not use some of these systems to Give us what we want. We've we've got enough soccer fields. Uh, I think we can, you know, support our communities now with a lot of these things. Wouldn't you say? Brilliant. Thank you for that. And that goes back to the video about conformity. If we do what we really want to do, instead of just go to the supermarket and do with what we can get there, if we really want to have healthy food, 
then we will make that happen. And there's nothing they can do about it. There's absolutely nothing they can stop us from when we're just going away from the norm that they're corralling us into. I got an idea. I am going to run for president. <laughs> you already are. <laughs> Cue for president. Yay. Um, and, and all of, <laughs> and <laughs> what's, what's going to be my slogan? Cue tards for us. Cue tards for us. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah. The the tards are going to win this one. I guarantee you. You know, all all the anons, you guys got this wrapped up. Don't worry about it. Uh, some big news coming out, folks. It's called the old, but we'll call it the news today. Um, <laughs> there's just some massive changes that you all that you all did, and and we should all be very proud of. Uh, Project VQ uh, helped make. Don't ever doubt your involvement. Project Review with Q and many other groups, uh, when we start putting together suggestions for improvement measures on the earth, it actually starts happening. Just because you didn't get your fulfillment of whatever you think fulfillment is yet, just by you saying, I want to change things in my community, I want to change something in my life, it actually works now. So just us conceptualizing right now is making those changes. It's true. Wouldn't you you say? Oh, thank you so much for bringing that up because the gift of you creating Project Review with Q, exciting people to get excited about what they want to share, what they want to create, then putting it in writing, and then Kristen and Christopher and you all reading it and putting your infusing it with your excitement. And having conversations and getting people together. This is how we create. This is immaculate conception in a way because you you lit a fire of spirit on this planet. And ever since Project Review with Q began, things have been escalating for the light tremendously, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's you can't use my words. That's plagiarism. Oh, is it? Okay, that was cute. No, no, no. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> doing my best. <laughs> Have fun. Forgive me. The um, yeah. So when uh, and this this uh, segues nicely from our last show is so when so when we conceptualize and we start coming up with ideas, I know it's spinning the wheels of people who are listening right now, and and to 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 listen to all the to, to see to hear the numbers of thousands of people who are listening to the show is just. I'm so honored. And the people have donated to me. I am so honored. Um, you're brilliant. Um, that you would resonate with yourself and know or recognize me and or these ideas as being one with yours, as yours. And so the more I talk about spices today, as an example, we're going to get an influx of folks that say, I can do that. I want to grow that. It's not that I, I can I I want to do it, but when we stimulate everyone's creative force, it just explodes now. And so that's what uh, I'm doing my best. I feel Ash is too. Is just just conceptualizing us is how our natural knowledge comes in, and that's where your technology is going to come in too. So you may not remember how to make the lithium crystals and power the Star Trek Enterprise. But when you start conceptualizing and visualizing how to make 
uh, power generation out of dilithium crystals. Being facetious, because it's a great show. Um, <laughs> it now comes through you, through source, through your heart center, and then you start translating it in your heads now. These are the tools you have now. But the imagery, as we all get chills, that imagery starts with the creative force. So the more we start the dialogue, the more we keep dialogue going, never stop. Let's keep this going as long as we want. The more we start envisioning solutions, opportunities, the excitement, I want to plant more trees. It doesn't matter. Someone else will take it and run with the ball. It's beautifully done. It was designed by all of us. What would you say, Asha? Oh, that was beautifully said and so true and so exciting. And also we have the ability to help people collaborate and to talk about it on the radio show. If you've got some oils or some spices and we know it's come from your heart, then it's going to take off even faster. So thank you for sharing all of that. I, I see that we need to be very respectful of BBS right now with our time. Yeah, we're chatty Cathy's had his turn, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah brilliantly done today asha it's a tremendous amount of work shall we chat in a few days yes thank you and i want to really say thank you to christopher and Kristen. thank you so much for everything and and uh bbs and doug filling in for for our main host that usually does everything and uh keister you are phenomenal i love you and thank you all the listeners and thank you, Don, who's not here. <laughs> I love you, and I love everybody that's following. And let's keep it going. It's a tremendous amount of. It's just so rewarding to to feel everybody's intentions. I just just love it, love it, love it. Until next time, everyone. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and time and space in your day. Are you going to be here um, next week for the show? Or are you taking a holiday? And stop, can I? Okay. We'll see you next week, everyone. We love you. Love you. Bye.